<laughs> nice. Hey, Darren. Hey, How Ross. Are you? Good. Long time no see. Big question. How many days a week do you train? Um, well, I train every day, well, but, I, but I go to the gym four days a week. You train every day, but you go to the gym four days a week. That's the and question we're going to answer today. How many days a week should I train? How many days do you train? I train five days a week, four days weights, and five jujitsu. But I allow myself That's two days. days. <laughs> no, <laughs> some are two a days, but I allow myself two days rest during the week. Do you have any rest, full rest days? Uh, definitely Sundays. Definitely Sundays. Yep. What about you, Hal? How many days a week are you training? Because you're more sports specific. You're a basketballer. Seven. Seven days a week. Yeah. So you're doing something every single day. Yeah, but like Sundays is basketball. You're also charged full of tribulus as well. So um, yeah. naturally charged. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess that question comes down to what your goals are. Hmm. Whether you're training for sports specific, whether you're training for sort of strength or bodybuilding, or whether you're training for fat loss, mm-hmm. will determine your load and and also. Probably your age. Yeah, and you know, and a lot a lot of young guys think, okay, every day let's start training, and that's probably you know the first mistake everybody makes. More training doesn't always translate to more gains. You mean you're not supposed to bench press every day? No, well no. that that is a mistake I think everyone makes when they first start training, and you don't really sort of start to understand the importance of rest days and recovery until you get a little bit older. But you're so keen in the beginning, and you're making such great gains, and you think. I need to continue this momentum or training at the same intensity, the same volume to continue to make these gains. Um, but that can lead to things like overtraining or injury or plateaus. Um, so I guess it's figuring out firstly what your goals are, yeah. uh, whether it's sport specific or training for muscle gain, power, strength, fat loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not just you know overtraining and um, diminishing returns. There's also injury, right? Training too much increases your risk of injury. Yep. Um, Unless, of course, you know, you're a highly trained individual, you, you can handle a little bit more training. But So let's look at sports specific. Let's use Hal as an example, right? When do you play basketball? Uh, Thursdays, Saturdays and Sundays. So you're playing three games a week. Yeah, but Saturday mornings is a very, very hungover session. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so most people, like at a competitive level, what? They've got one game a week. If you're playing competitive level, you've got one game a week and you're training twice a week. Well, in the NBA, they sometimes they play more than one game a week. Yeah, but our listeners aren't in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, but, the, you know. Highest, How do you know? <laughs> LeBron <laughs> listens. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Delhi. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, if you're... Most people probably playing one game per week. Yes. So what's, what's the general rule is to structure your any sort of strength uh, training as far away from that game as possible. So after the game, you you need to allow yourself sufficient time for recovery and then training long enough before next week's game so that you're allowing yourself enough time to recover from the, the uh, training sessions that it doesn't impede your performance. Yeah, so you want to ma- yeah, you maximize your training but also maximize your performance come game day. So mm. you know you have to be sufficiently recovered to do that. Look, when I was doing strength training, and especially for sports-specific people, I I would sort of recommend some sort of recovery session post-game, whether it be the next day, Mm -hmm. allow a full sort of 28 to 48 hours rest. And then I'd structure sort of the program where we'd be doing one strength or power sort of training session per week, and then the other one, so two two training sessions per week Mm -hmm. on top of their normal sort of team training. Yeah. Strength training session and then an agility training session, which is more sports specific. 
I don't know if that's going to suit everyone, but those sessions were generally sort of 48 hours apart and they were well away from the weekend games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that's a good place to start. And obviously every spot is different, but uh, I think we've talked about it a few times, you know, there's this balance of the physical demands, the technical or skill demands, and then the mental demands. So, you know, some spots might require more skill practice. Like, you know, if you're a table tennis athlete, maybe you can practice every single day. And, yeah. and still work out uh, quite a lot. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like you look at guys that are sort of more cardio-based um, sports, um, there's not so much muscular endurance style um, in, involved in their sport, then yeah, they can they can do something every day, most days. I'd still allow some sort of rest and recover days. I think it's super important, especially as you're aging. But for powerlifting, like how many days, like if you're in the middle of a, of a program leading into a comp, how many days a week are you training? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, powerlifting and bodybuilding are a very good example for measuring training because, you know, you can keep track of your training very accurately because, you know, you know how much you're lifting, how, how much volume you're doing, you know, how much weight is on the bar. It's measurable. It's measurable, yeah. But the, the answer of what is the best, um, you know, the best number of times to train per week depends. Depends on how, um, how trained you are. You know, for a beginner, um, Training, training, you know, um, too often or or too little is not gonna not gonna benefit you as much, right? Because uh, your recovery time might be might be a bit uh, a bit longer. But whereas if you're you know a highly highly trained athlete um, or you know an elite powerlifter, for example, you'll be squatting you know two three times a week potentially. Whereas a beginner might only be squatting once. Mm, and I think you notice that when you first sort of start training, you you are as your body is, is adapting, you are getting a lot more sore. It is taking a while to recover from those workouts. Um, but then over time, that adaptation process sort of um, happens and, and you are adapting to the workouts and you are able to handle a, a more sort of higher volume um, weekly schedule. So it depends what stage you're at in, in your training journey as well. And like you said, if you're a beginner, you might sort of ease into it. Um, if, but if you're an elite level athlete, you might be training every day with different sort of goals on each of those days. One day might be strength power, next day might be cardio, mm-hmm. next day might be an active recovery session. So yeah, it, it does depend where you're at in your journey. From a bodybuilding perspective, I, I think it's very different the way you structure your, your weekly routine um, because you generally bodybuilders are only hitting one to two muscle groups per session um, or upper body, lower body, they're splitting it. So um, that does allow you to train more frequently and allow that actual muscle that you've just trained time to recover. Yeah, and you know, as a beginner, y- you don't need to um, you don't need as much volume as somebody that's experienced to maximize this muscle growth, right, for bodybuilding. So you know, three times a week might be sufficient for somebody starting off. You know, as long as those are full body workouts. Yeah, you don't need to move to. Um, you know, body part splits and things like that until you get a bit more advanced. Yeah, look, a lot of the research says you you need sort of a minimum of two days per week to make any sort of lean muscle gains. Um, but then sort of training seven days a week, I, I think, is, is is the extreme. I think somewhere between two and five is, is optimal, depending on what your goal is, obviously. Yeah. Um, and how uh, you're training as well, whether you're doing just weights or just cardio or you're splitting between the two. Yeah, look, and I always recommend to, to split between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be, no matter what type of athlete you are, even a bodybuilder, you should be incorporating some cardiovascular training. If you're a cardio-based athlete, I still think you should incorporate some strength training. Mm-hmm. So my recommendations is if you've, 
it, it a lot depends on how much time you've got too, you know. But five days a week, three strength, couple of cardio, yeah. or you can reverse it if you're a cardio-based athlete. Mm-hmm. That's the way. The worst thing you can do, in my opinion, is just do cardio without any weights because you'll just end up wearing down on your, on your joints and your ligaments. Well, you'll actually be breaking down your muscle, right? Yeah. So lifting weights, resistance training has like a, a muscle-preserving effect, yeah. especially when you're doing you know, ex- extended periods of cardio. Look, for a beginner, I think sort of three to four days a week in, in the weight room for sure and then incorporating your cardio either on those days after your workout or as a separate session mm-hmm. uh, is a good starting point. Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, beginner, three to four days a week, you know, probably three is enough um, as you get more advanced, four or five, and, you know, if you're a world-class athlete, maybe even six days a week. What if but you're one of those people that, that doesn't have four to five days a week? Um, are you, or doesn't have the time to spend sort of an hour in the gym four to five days a week? What, what would be your preference? Is it less days in the gym or shorter sessions that allow them to get in and out quickly? Um. Well, probably, you know, the number one thing is, of course, consistency, right? So mm. whatever fits into your lifestyle would be the number one thing, right, um, between those two. But I would say, um, um, you know, trying to, trying to get these, these four days a week, three days a week, and um, as long as you can. Well, it's the, probably the most important point that you've just brought up is, is the ability to remain consistent to the program that you're doing. And if that means you can only get in there consistently two days a week, then two days a week it is. Not rather than going sort of five days one week, none the next, mm. three the next. Schedule your workouts like an appointment, and and make sure you adhere to them, and and you are able to sort of adhere to that program long term. Two questions, one at a time. Like I get you to answer them. If you only have twenty minutes, if you can go, for example, to the gym every single day, but you only have twenty minutes, what should you be doing? It depends on your goals, but yeah. I, I would be looking at compound movements that are applicable to whatever it is your goals are mm-hmm. full, full body stuff yeah yeah full full body workouts what if you can only go uh twice a week but you can go for as long as you as you can as long as you want if you're if you're going twice a week i'd probably recommend an upper body lower body mm-hmm. split yeah. or something like that for a, like a an p- hour push pull split yeah. or something yeah yeah nice yeah that's it is that <laughs> what you're, what you're fishing for <laughs> upper body lower body <laughs> Semi, yeah, just yeah. for, I don't know, because you, you asked the question about whether you can only go once or for a short period of time, but you didn't really give a specific answer. So yeah. that's a specific answer. Thank yeah. You. But yeah, I guess, you know, the same principles still still apply. Mm-hmm. Volume is, is still very important, right? Volume and consistency are the two most important things. So if you're a beginner, the slower volume is going to be enough. If you're more advanced, you're going to need more volume, which means more days or more hours. Yeah, and look, that playing with volume in each workout is a good way to sort of manipulate your weekly schedule as well. If you're only able to get in there two days a week, your workouts might be a, a little bit longer and higher volume. But if you're able to train five days a week, obviously you probably should lower the volume in each of those workouts and make those workouts shorter. So over the course of the week, it might sort of it might even out the actual overall total volume that each muscle group is getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to look at that as well. I think first figure out, the first thing to do is figure out how many days a week you can actually train on a mm-hmm. consistent basis and then structure your program around how many days you're able to, to train. Okay. Um, a question for people who are working full time, which I guess a, la- a large portion of the population are, how do you recommend they exercise? 
Because you see a lot of people going straight before work, straight after work. Mm -hmm. Someone who can go every evening and maybe doesn't want to work out on uh, the weekends. How would you structure that routine? Would it be a push-pull? Would you split it up entirely? Would you do full-body workouts? How would you suggest for anyone who's just looking to gain strength? If it's just for gaining strength and, and sort of general gym-goer, bodybuilder, I'd, I'd recommend four days a week. Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, have Wednesday off. Thursday, Friday, weekend off, mm -hmm. yeah. and I'd do a split four-day routine. Mm -hmm. um, so it might be chest and biceps on a Monday. Tuesday might be back. Mm -hmm. Thursday might be shoulders and triceps, and Friday might be legs. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. Monday's the most important day. Just give a Monday, you're going <laughs> to just, just <laughs> ruin your week. Yeah. Um, a lot of the research says as the week goes on, though, people uh, people's adherence to an exercise program sort of decreases so people always sort of always in there on a monday mm -hmm. tuesday wednesday but as thursday friday and those social days come around they're less sort of likely to to get into the gym or mm -hmm. to allocate the time so that would be another point i would say if you are one of those people that likes to socialize later in the week mm -hmm. structure it so a lot of your training is up front so that you you are getting that training in each week on a consistent basis i don't think your body knows whether it's thursday or a tuesday at yeah. Um, so as long as you're sort of getting in that similar volume and you're allowing yourself the right rest and recovery, it doesn't matter what real yeah. day you train. Well, you know, but potentially you could be more rested on a Monday from the weekend or if you're hell, you could be in worse shape yeah. from, the <laughs> from the weekend. So, yeah. yeah I've seen him stumbling here on a Monday morning. So, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely a factor. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's why International Chest Day exists. You know, the when guys that, that, that uh, Monday is Chest Day, if you <laughs> don't know, right? So uh, the guys that probably aren't as strict with their routine always start the week with chest and biceps. And I do as well, actually, yeah. 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 <laughs> and the, the type of sport that you're training for as well is going to, and even the position that you play in that sport yeah, is going to determine what type of training you're doing. Um, like a... Let's look at rugby league as an example. Like a, a front rower is not going to train the same as a winger, although mm -hmm. the wingers these days are the same size as <laughs> front rowers. Maybe like a, an outside center is not going to train the same as a front rower or a second rower. You know, they're going to have different training programs. One's going to be focused a lot more on sort of strength and power and explosiveness. Um, the other might be more sort of sprint-based training or agility-style stuff. Mm -hmm. So they are going to be different via the sport and it's hard to break all that down quickly yeah. now. But um, but yeah, I guess, you know, the days of the, the big heavy fat props are, are, are over, especially, you know, in rugby league. But, um, um, you know, it, I think you, we're seeing this trend across a lot of sports, even MMA, not, not very big fat heavyweights like they used to be back in the day. Yeah, athletes are sort of getting lighter and more agile. And, um, and, and, and placing a bigger emphasis on strength and conditioning. You know, mm -hmm. some of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the world you know, from a weightlifting perspective and not working across other sports as well. Yeah, they are, definitely. I guess the importance of this question is it's raised because a lot of people actually overtrain. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why a lot of people ask this question mm -hmm. is how many days a week should I be training? Because they want to train. Like most people want to mm -hmm. train. If you're into training, you want to train as much as possible. But it's that mental battle of stopping yourself from training some days. And, and rest days are super important. Yeah. I mean... That's when your body's sort of ability to, to repair sort of damaged muscle tissue, recover from injuries. Yeah, your, um, your, your muscles don't grow at the gym. They grow when you're resting and recovering. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when I, I started and I said I train every day, but I only go to the gym four days a week, it means, you know, my off days, I'm focused on doing, you know, some kind of um, prehab um, or like stretching or something like that, which, 
you know, I find pretty useful. Yeah, prehab and recovery style um, sessions are still training. Yeah. Um, you, you're still doing stuff with your body. It, you're not sort of, you're not redlining it, um, but you're doing necessary sort of movements and stretches and mobility that you need to be able to come back and perform when you are doing all the other stuff. So, look, rest days for me are becoming more and more important, especially as I get older as well. Um, and I value my rest days. It's a day to mentally switch off. But yeah, it's allowing your muscles to grow. Your nervous system as well gets a bit of a break. Yeah, so, you know, we're talking about fatigue. There's two types of fatigue. Um, you know, peripheral fatigue, which is um, fatigue of your muscles and, you know, even um, even your joints and things from literally lifting weights. And then there's central fatigue, which is your nervous system fatigue. And if you're not getting sufficient sleep and things, then this could be what's holding you back in performing better. Yeah, and I guess some of the signs to watch out for if you are overtraining, um, sleep, sleep disturbances is, is probably one. Yeah, um, heaps of muscle soreness, um, decreased performance in the gym. So, you know, if you're overtraining and you're trying to figure out why your bench is not going up, maybe stop benching every single day. Yeah, yeah delays in recovery, yeah, plateaus, sleep disturbances, getting, getting sick very often is a sign of overtraining as well. And the obvious one is, you know, getting an injury. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you train muscles too often, you're putting them under, um, you know, asking them to do a lot of work when they're not completely recovered. That's, you know, a recipe for injury. All right. Here's a question for you. You are still sore from the workout the day before, but you're scheduled to work out the following day. Different muscle group. You're feeling flat. You don't want to go into the gym at all. Do you still go in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time it's, look, getting... Getting good at listening to your body is actually hard and it takes years and years of training to get to that point to know that, hey, I actually do need a rest day or, yeah. hey, I might get five minutes into this workout and start to sort of power through it. So it's yeah. learning to recognize that. And, and it's also recognizing, you know, good pain versus bad pain. You know, some, sometimes, you know, uh, you know, no pain, no gain, right? Oh. Sometimes you're going to get this muscle soreness to get the growth and, um, you know, other times it's probably an underlying injury, so... Yeah, and, and I guess like if you are one of those guys that, that likes to train a lot, or guys or girls, I should say, that like to train a lot um, and don't like too many rest days, um, I, th I think things like active recovery sessions, sleep, but also nutrition needs to be on point. If you, if you are someone that trains five, six days a week and you have minimal days off, that's when things like sleep recovery and nutrition become even more important than the training itself. Yeah, making sure you know you get enough protein to match the number of days that you're training per week uh, is also you know gonna make you yeah, get the most out of your workouts. My favorite word, protein. Protein. Yeah, and and look, and especially like if you've got a a, a big workout the following day, making sure that you've sort of eaten enough carbohydrates to get you through that workout. If you've done sort of back to back training days and. Um, making sure that you've got sort of enough proteins and fats and carbs, all the all the macronutrients to fuel you for that next session and recover from the, the previous session. So yeah, your nutrition really needs to be on point if you're one of those people that likes to train a lot. Nice, good stuff. Which yeah. is which is me. I like to train a lot, and I have to keep my nutrition on point. It's it's probably the thing when your nutrition drops off and you're training this frequently, you you really notice it. Mm. Yeah. You notice it in your recovery, and you you will. You will fatigue quickly. You'll burn out in a couple of days. Yeah. And I remember, you know, when I first started powerlifting and, you know, back squatting once a week was, you know, what I thought you had to do once upon a time. Then I got into some more serious powerlifting programs, 
first time I saw squatting three times a week on a piece of paper, I was like, uh, how am I going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I still think that. I, I see yeah. all the a lot, a lot of the research coming out now is sort of optimal, like more for a bodybuilding style training, is hitting each muscle group a couple of times a week. Obviously, the, the volume in each workout is reduced, but it's still a mind, a bit of a mind battle. For me to say, oh, I'm going to train like legs twice a week. For me, that just, yeah. it, it's, it's reducing the volume from my yeah. previous workout. So uh, again, it, it is down to the individual, how well you recover and all that And then, stuff. you know, if you go and look at some of the most highly trained athletes in the world, like the, you know, the Chinese and Russian um, weightlifters, some of them squat twice a day. Never mind twice a week. That's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. The, sorry, you said the Russian and the Chinese? Weightlifters? Yeah, I wonder why they're squatting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe something in the water. They can, <laughs> they can handle yeah. a bit more volume. Must be the, the boatload of Mexican supplements that they're getting in. <laughs> does, um, does Miyamoto Musashi have anything to say about he does, squatting he does. twice a week? So, Miyamoto Musashi's quote of the day in, re- <laughs> in relation to, to how many times a day to train. Okay. Do nothing which is of no use. That's nice. It. All right. Nice and simple, you know. Spell that and out. do nothing that which is of no use. Don't well, train seven days a week if you don't have to. You know, you might get all you need from three days a week. That's true. Do nothing which is of no use. There goes everyone yeah. in the world on social media. No, no. What use is that? Socializing. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would agree with that. I would. I would agree with that statement. There's a lot of people yeah. that are probably. Uh, yeah. There are heaps of people that are overtraining and um, compromising. They think they're getting sort of better and getting stronger or getting faster or whatever it is, but in actual fact, you're, you're probably limiting your your overall long term success. Yeah, and definitely. Nice wrap up. Yeah, that's it. Nice quick episode today. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, let us know how many times a week you guys train. Hit us up on social media or podcast at massashi.com. Otherwise, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. That's it. Masashi out. Out.